0: Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter and my co host, Allegra. You may know my mom from the Mom Hour. On this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together, plus how we discover great media for kids and how we consume it.
1: We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies.
0: Today's episode is about summer reading how we get it done, how it works in our family, and what we're looking forward to reading this summer.
1: Come on, Mom, let's get started. And welcome back to Kid Literate. This is episode
0: 16, Allegra. 16. And happy summer. You are officially on summer break. Yep. And you are going to be in what grade?
1: Seventh next year. Seventh grader, officially.
0: So we just thought we would pop in today and have a general discussion about summer reading. And it works differently in every family, but we're going to share how it works in our family. Um, and hopefully give everybody a little inspiration for their own summer reading. But
1: first up, we wanted to make
0: a little announcement, right, Allegra?
1: Yep. Kid Litter is also taking a summer break, so there will be no new episodes until around August.
0: Yeah, we'll be back in August. Um, And of course, you can always find all of our episodes at kidliteratepodcast.com and go listen to the ones in the back catalog if you haven't heard them already. Um, And we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. We're at kidliterate on Instagram so we can stay in touch over the summer. So, Allegra, last summer you had a very prolific summer of reading, and that's where I wanted to start. Will you just talk a little bit about how you decided to read so many books last summer and even how you decided to keep track?
1: Yeah. So I decided to make a list of all the books that I read last summer. And I got to a total of 20 books in 10 weeks.
0: That's a lot. And some two of two books per week. Yeah. Some of them were long too. Yeah. Why did you decide to write them down? Because this is not like I didn't hand you an assigned list or your school didn't hand you an assigned list and say, read these 20 books. You were more writing them down as you finished them. So why, why did you decide to do that?
1: Well, because I like to keep track of the things that I've done, and it was fun to see how many I would get to,
0: yeah, I agree. I remember you feeling really proud going in to the start of sixth grade, having read that many books over the summer, and we've never really had like um a summer reading challenge or done done anything like that, so it kind of happened of your own accord and motivation, which I think is really cool. Um did you say you wanted to briefly read the list of books you read that last summer? Yeah. So before you dive in, just a reminder that the show notes will have all the links to these. And Allegra read these when she was newly 11 going into sixth grade. And they probably all are in that um, late middle grade or early YA category. So go for it, Allegra.
1: I read The 14th Goldfish, Patina, When Mischief Came to Town. It's Trevor Noah Born a Crime Young Reader's Edition, otherwise known as Sheila the Great. Murder is Bad Manners, Wayside School Got a Little Stranger, 11, Unschooled, The Hundred Dresses, Little House in the Big Woods, Little House on the Prairie, Farmer Boy, On the Banks of Plum Creek, Schooled, Because of Mr. Terrupt, The Adventures of Nanny Piggins, Out of My Mind, Mandy, and Be Prepared, which is a graphic novel.
0: Okay. Um, as you look back on that list, are there one or two where you're like, oh man, that was a great book?
1: Yeah, and some of those were rereads. Like, uh-huh. I'd read all the Little House books before, but some of the books that I really liked, I really liked Because of Mr. Torrupt. I really liked Trevor Noah, Born a Crime. Mm-hmm. That was a really good one. I liked Murder is Bad Manners.
0: Yeah, I remember you reading some of those, and some I had completely forgotten that you read. So this is probably a good time to get into the question of how do we find... Good books to read. I mean, that's one of the reasons we started this podcast. That's always a challenge. But in the summer, especially because we a lot of us read more in the summer or we're hungrier for new books and new ideas. Um, So we should we talk about a little bit about that, how we discover books to read as a family? Yeah. So one of my favorite resources is a blog called com. The blogger's name is Erica, and she has made it the primary focus of her online presence, her website, to curate lists of books for kids. And my favorite thing about her list is, uh, first of all, she really does a good job of bringing books to light that you don't see on other book lists. So she goes beyond the ones you hear about all the time, which for avid readers is important because it's not that the it's not that the books that make it to the top 10 lists all the time aren't good. They are really good. But what do you do when you've read them all, right? So that's one thing I love about Erica's lists is that um she finds books that not everybody's heard of, number one. She also does a really good job of representing um different cultures, different viewpoints, different perspectives. So if you prioritize diversity in your authors and your reading experiences, um, she is a great person to lean on for different book lists. So Allegra, why don't you just kind of throw out a couple examples of Erica's book lists, because this has really become the backbone of our where we start for summer reading ideas.
1: Yeah, so she has books for Harry Potter fans, books for Percy Jackson fans, books for kids who like Dogman, Artemis Fowl, Wonder, Hatchet.
0: So, yeah, that's that by itself is a whole like subcategory where she will say, OK, if your kid liked Dogman, here are 10 other books that they might enjoy. So the, just that alone is so useful.
1: She also has books by grade, books by age,
0: mm-hmm. uh, seasonal.
1: She also has like 51 essential must read chapter books, funny middle grade books, funny graphic novels, nonviolent graphic novels, time travel books, spy books, yes. books about summer camp.
0: And so each of those, if you want to click into one of those links, Allegra, each of those is a book list all in and of itself. So this is like really the ultimate list of lists. And by the way, I don't know, Erica, this is in no way, you know, any kind of a partnership or sponsor. I truly found her on the old Google and have been a huge fan ever since.
1: So I clicked on nine fairy tale chapter books with no princesses.
0: I love that. Not that there's anything wrong with princesses, but fun to see some variety. Yeah.
1: So she gives like a summary of the book with no spoilers, obviously. And she also says what she thought of it. And there's a picture of the cover so you can find it. Mm -hmm. Does this list look like a good one? Do you think you'd like any of these? Yeah, I think I actually have one of the books on this list.
0: That's a great list. Um, So... The way we look for books is I have um relied almost exclusively on what do we because Erica's done all this hard work already. And I usually print you guys maybe four or five of Erica's book lists at the beginning of the summer. So I will print four or five for you, Allegra, four or five for Reed, and then print some for Violet. And I basically that's the first pass is I hand you a bunch of stapled book lists and I say mark that yeah circle it like give a a, like star to the ones you for sure want to read maybe circle some that maybe sound interesting or x out the ones you've already read or that you have zero interest in so we start with that and it's kind of like your first fun homework assignment of the summer right yeah um and in terms of how i choose which lists i have a couple different criteria i try to mix it up um she does summer reading lists by grade or age Um, And so for you and Reed, since you're always reading a little above grade level, like last year, I probably printed the one called 12 books for 12 year olds, even though you were 11 or something like that. Um, And then I might do a couple by interest. You know, Reed was really into he kind of got into spy novels for a little while there. So I might have printed that one. So try to go across a few different angles to make sure that, you know, there's good books represented for each of you. And then you go through and mark them up. And then that brings us to our annual tradition. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: So every year for the last two years, I think, on like the first day of summer or somewhere near there, we do bagels, books and beach. So we get bagels from our favorite bagel place, which sadly closed down. So we'll have to find a new one this year. Mm -hmm. Then we go to Barnes and Noble and pick out the books that we've circled. And then we go to the beach.
0: That is a really fun summer tradition that started, yeah, a couple years ago.
1: Um, A couple things that will
0: be different this year. We're not yet shopping in person at bookstores, um, at least where we are here in Southern California. We can go get bagels to go, um, and we can also support our local bookstores by ordering ahead. And so the way I've usually done it is when you guys give me your circled, highlighted lists, um, I think I usually start by putting some on reserve at the library if we can. And then we we go to buy the rest. And it's kind of the one time of year where I really do buy a lot of books because usually we use the library or we borrow or we swap with friends. Um, but this feels like a good time to just lean in on supporting those authors and kind of build our library in a big way at the beginning of the summer. So it's, it's almost like a shopping spree, free for all. Um, I'm curious, Allegra, how, do you have any ideas for how this can work this year? Should we just like fill up... Our online shopping cart? Should we try to do curbside at a local bookstore? Do you have any visions for this year?
1: I think that um, supporting local bookstores is great, Um, but we can also order online from Barnes and Noble or Amazon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we might have to do a little more planning ahead for this year's Bagels, Books and Beach, but... Um, it is a really fun kickoff to summer reading, and as a mom, it's a fun way for me to treat you guys um to get you a bunch of new books and um just have that big old stack and then we drive to the beach and the beach part is often just kind of short. We just go stick our toes in the water and sit on the sand and read for a bit, and it marks the beginning of summer. so that is our fun little tradition um and that we will continue this year, even though things do look a little bit different right now, okay, so. Now, let's imagine we have our stack of books. We did our bagels, books, and beach. We've printed our lists, and we've decided what we want to read. Allegra, how does your reading motivation naturally work in the summer? Do you just find yourself wanting to read? Do you read certain times a day more than others? Um, Because we've never, as a family, we've never made reading a requirement in the summer. Um, So how... How does your motivation come to you to read?
1: So I like to read at night, like in the evening, like a wind down. But lately I've been listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks. So I've been reading more during the day. Um, does it help for you to have your
0: books handy near you at all times? Because I know for me that's helpful. If, I, if my book is like upstairs or I can't find it or I set it down somewhere, it's a deterrent. So is it helpful to have your books out where you can see them and then you just kind of go to them when you feel bored?
1: Yeah. So one thing you could do to like, for us, we love to read. So if we sit down, we'd probably pick up a book. So you could put like pick three books you want to read and then put one in your room, one downstairs and one like.
0: Even in the car or yeah. like a, another place where you end up spending time. I love that tip, Allegra. And I've actually done that for myself. So I think that's a great idea. Um, So I I think it's interesting that there's a lot of um ideas for how to get kids to read in the summer and a lot of them include incentives like you know there's summer reading programs at your library where you can earn prizes or earn tokens um has that ever been motivating to you personally
1: No I've never been motivated by like you read 20 minutes and you get a bookmark or something
0: Right So we haven't really
1: done that in our family
0: and I don't I'm not opposed to it by any means cuz I think like I think Having some little reward or a system for developing good habits um, can be great if that works for you. Um, And I do think that for reluctant readers or kids who aren't naturally drawn to reading independently, and we do have one of those in our house, um, having some kind of time of day set aside where everyone reads. Do you remember when we used to do the Sunday night read in?
1: Yeah, we would on Sunday nights, we would like all pile onto one bed and read together family like each read our separate books
0: yeah I think that would be a fun thing to bring back I don't even know if we'd all fit in one bed anymore but um, (laughs) Violet's definitely she is reading independently now Um, you know not at the not at every level of reading but she can read silently to herself now Um, she's seven seven and a half this summer so I think bringing back Sunday night read in could be a really fun way Um, I know that from my research as a parent the number one thing that parents can do to encourage reading in their kids. Do you know what it is Allegra? Nope. Do you have any idea? Do you want to take a wild guess? Reading to them. Uh, that's a good idea. Um, and it's related, but it's actually to model the behavior ourselves. So if your kids see you reading and enjoying reading, um, they are more likely to pick up a book. And so that's, that's not always easy. Um, and not all adults are super avid readers and that's okay too. Um, but, but it, that is just the most the most influential factor is if your kids see you enjoying books Um, and that could mean reading aloud to them but specifically reading for your own enjoyment is a great way to model that behavior so yeah we've done the Sunday night read-in we've done the bagels books and beach creating little celebrations or milestones around reading um, has been really fun and motivating Um, I know that Reed our almost 10 year old has enjoyed seeing me use Goodreads um, and I use the Goodreads app or site to track what I read mostly because I just forget what I've read. So we found a website called Biblionasium, which is sort of a simplified like a Goodreads um, electronic way to track and recommend books um, that we kind of started playing around with uh, a few months ago. And maybe we will give that another go this summer. So having a way to like you did, Allegra, just with your written piece of paper last summer, having a way to um, remember the books that you read and sort of track yourself has been helpful, but we've never really done the like, yeah, the the structured reading log or summer reading program with prizes. Um, yeah. just hasn't, hasn't worked out that way in our family.
1: Mm-hmm. So hopefully we've given you some ideas on summer reading. And at the end of each of our episodes, we tell you what we are reading and what you are reading. So right now I am reading the Inquisitor's Tale, which is a fairy tale that tells the story of three kids who have magical powers and have to escape the people who like who don't like witchcraft. Okay, just, like during that the medieval times oh, when, cool. but these people actually have like Not... one can read minds, one has superhuman strength, and one can heal.
0: Interesting. And you normally don't care for fantasy sci-fi.
1: No, but I really like this one. Cool. It's told from different perspectives, but from onlookers onto those three.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So, yeah, it's like told from the innkeeper who saw them mm-hmm. or like the carpenter.
0: Oh, that's really... And they're all
1: like gathered in like a pub and are telling the stories.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. I love that kind of creative uh, narration Yeah, it's fun.
1: What are you reading?
0: Well... I'm kind of in a dry spell. I've been reading the Outlander, the first book in the Outlander series, and it's it's no fault of the books, but I just have kind of gotten out of my good reading habits. So I'm looking forward to kicking off summer with some fresh habits. Um, next on my list is a book called Stamped from the Beginning, the Definitive History of Racist Ideas in America by Ibram X. Kendi. Um, and I do feel really motivated to read that book. So when we do our bagels, books and beach, I'm going to treat myself to a a physical hard copy of that book. Um, and maybe I'll just co- go back to Outlander when I'm in a better groove. So that's that's my that's my intention rather than something I have already read. So. And then we got an email from Jada. Jada. Hello. You're great. Um, She's a listener of The Mom Hour, and she said she and her three kids are missing their weekly library trips um, because of the pandemic. So we hear you on that. She has a six-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 13-year-old. Allegra, she says for the first time, they are all enjoying the same series at the same time, which that's really cool for those different age ranges. So what are they reading?
1: They are reading the graphic novel series Amulet. Have you read those? No, I have not.
0: I just know they flew off the shelves in the school library. That's kind of the, that's my knowledge of them. So that's really fun. Jada says it's really fun to have something that all three kids can enjoy and talk about together. Um, And she also says her 11-year-old daughter is a big reader and is reading Short by Holly Goldberg Sloan. And Jada thinks you might like that, Allegra. Have you heard of that one? No, I've never heard of that one. All right. It's going on your summer reading list. Short. And Jada herself just finished All Adults Here by Emma Straub. I have seen so many people talking about that book, and she really enjoyed it. Um, And Jada says she's already read as many books this year as she did in the whole of 2019. Um, That's super motivating. I was on track to do that as well. I think I read 17 books last year, and I read like... 16 in the first four months of the year or something like that. So I, I am also on pace to do that, but then I've been in a rut lately. So, um, well, thank you, Jada and Jada's kids for writing in. And, um, just a reminder to everybody, you can tell us what you're reading by sending an email to hello at kidliteratepodcast.com. So we love getting your emails and we will continue to get your emails over the summer, even though we're taking a little break from new podcast episodes. Okay, everybody, we will be back in August after a little summer break. Um, and in the meantime, if you're subscribed to the podcast, you'll get a notification when we're back. So that will be helpful. And we'd love to have you follow us on Instagram at KidLiterate. Um, we can keep in touch there over the summer as well. And Allegra, happy summer. Happy summer reading.
1: Happy summer. KidLiterate is a production of Life Listened. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Thanks!